you're a parent, a student, or a staff member that takes Northern Nevada high school sports seriously. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing. This is the Battleborn Preps Podcast. If it's high school sports in Northern Nevada, we're not only talking about it, we're right in the middle of it. News and information you can trust. Let's do this. This is the Battleborn Preps Podcast. And now your host, Michael Reeves. Good Monday morning, everybody. We have our second to last installment of our countdown to kickoff series today. We have the Galena Grizzlies headed by head coach Aaron Cook. Ben Primka is going to be on and Tyler Miller. Three interviews we were really excited to have. Uh, The Galena Grizzlies are looking to not only get a couple of wins in the win column, but they are looking to take those wins and potentially turn them into, who knows, maybe playoff wins this season. We've got all the Galena Grizzly information with these interviews and trying to get you as much info as we can out of practices before the start of the regular season this Friday. And we're super excited with these interviews. I think one key phrase with the Galena Grizzlies is going to be surprise. Are they going to surprise us with that potential playoff win? Are they going to surprise us with a breakout star? Are they going to surprise us with another underclassman making a key contribution? Well, the only way to find out is A, listening to this podcast and getting a little inside scoop that you will know more than your friend will. And the other way to know is getting out and heading up to Galena's football games. I think it's going to be a much better team this year than in the past few years. Aaron Cook is fired up. He's ready to get this team going, and I couldn't be more excited to talk to the head coach of the Galena Grizzlies, Aaron Cook. Here with the head coach of the Galena Grizzlies, Aaron Cook. Aaron, you guys had a year last year where it was a building year, for lack of a better phrase, but you guys obviously want to produce a little bit better. Uh, Ben and Tyler hit on some of the points that they feel that are going to take the team to the next level. What do you feel is going to help the team get to the next level and get some wins on the board? Uh, You know, it's funny. I've been asked this question multiple times this summer. It's, you know, how are you going to win a game the first time in a couple of years? I think that we took last season in stride, um, like Tyler kind of hit on. We, we had six sophomores starting for us at one point, kind of unheard of at our level up here. Um, we even had a freshman playing a game. So we were really young, um, but it wasn't because of our youth that we lost games. Um, and so we've really tried to hone in on that when we reflected as a staff, um, what we can do better as a staff um, from the top down, starting with me and what we can do, you know, schematically and, and uh you know, practice wise and improvements, you know, from our staff and then down to the players, what can the players do better? So there's a lot of reflection and, you know, we kind of hit on some key points, you know, how do, how do we actually win a game? That's been our focus this summer. Um, every kid sure had a pyramid on it and it talks about on the pyramid, it talks about the top of it's the, the win, and, but how do you get there? And a lot of our guys really didn't understand the components it took to win. So that's something that we've talked about all spring and summers, you know, how, how do we win? How do you have that poise in the moments, the brightest to, you know, execute, um, you know, looking at last year, no excuses, but, you know, there's a couple of games where we're winning in the second half where we should have won games. Um, but taking that next step and how to win those games, that's something that we've talked about with kids in the classroom and out in the field all summer. 
um, and it's continuing actually, is, you know, how do you build that confidence? You know, and when you're committed to something, how do you stay committed to it? Um, and then building all those key components to eventually win a game. So, you know, there's a lot that we build off of, you know, we went down and played a Santa Barbara team that had eight division one athletes and we knew that that team was pretty good, but we, I wanted that experience for our guys. Cause I knew we were young and I knew in the next couple of years, we could probably use that um, when the moment's brightest and, you know, the kids can look at themselves in the mirror and go, you know what, I've been here before I've played guys this good. Um, and they can build on those experiences. That's actually leading to my next question. You talk about that team that you went down to Santa Barbara. Uh, we look at your schedule this year. You guys are playing some 3A schools. You're playing some uh, 5A schools. You've got a good mix of it. How do you balance as a coach? Because in high school, uh, the coaches make the schedule. How do you balance as a coach? Hey, we want tough competition, and we want our guys to see what some of the best out there looks like. But we also want to play teams that were very competitive or may have a very good chance of winning against. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you know, as coach, we're only, you know, responsible for our out of conference schedule, which is only five games. Um, and sometimes that can be difficult to schedule just based on who we can get to. My goal has always been since I've been to Galena to travel. I like to get our guys outside of the area, um, see different teams because it's it's not fun if you just play the same competition for four years over and over again. You travel, you know, internally into our own city. So I like to get out and get uh, get our guys' experiences. Like that Santa Barbara trip last year was awesome. We got to the beach, and you know, I had multiple guys that never stayed in a hotel room before. So those experiences are very uh, valid, and and that's something I really I believe in as a program. Coming to this year, I wanted to stay home. I wanted us to, you know, really build on our on our um, home field. We haven't had very many home games the last year and a half, including the spring season. Um, so this year, we're very, very excited to have seven home games, which is pretty unheard of. Um, so we're really honing in on protecting our home uh, our home field and, you know, playing the competition. You know, we, we treat everybody the same no matter what level they're at. We don't even look at that stuff. You know, everybody can win a game on Friday nights. And we, we talk to our guys about that. We don't even look at records um, when it comes to opponents. Um, we're looking at the name on the jersey and that, that's about it. And watching film and evaluating you guys. Now you talk about the name on the jersey. How do you keep uh, the staff? the fans slash students at the games, how do you guarantee that, hey, we are going to have a home field advantage? You talked about those seven home field games this year. How do you say, hey, we're going to get Grizzly football out there and we want them all to be loud at the stadium? Uh, Galena does a great job. They have the, the student section that's always um, – rocking and rolling they're they're excited and i think everybody's excited to have multiple home games especially in a row um i don't think i have to do too much on my part besides you know here we go we're, we're about to kick off and, and i think everybody's on board on the same page that you know we've, we've learned from our past experiences um and we're going to be better in all phases of of, of the game um, we're going to deliver an exciting brand of football now I asked you about last year, and, I'm, and as you stated, you've been asked about that question, wins and things of that nature. But one thing you probably haven't been told slash asked is one thing I really cherish about your guys' program and a few other programs here in the North. Not every program does it, but you guys have, even though you had to start that freshman and a couple of sophomores, or maybe more than a couple of sophomores, but some sophomores last year, uh, you guys do have now a sophomore, some juniors that have playing time experience. Uh, a lot of guys have that mentality still of just starting their seniors or maybe some juniors, but you guys have that nice infusion of each class. How does that help you this year? 
Oh, it's absolutely huge. I mean, you got, you know, starting with the two guys that you interviewed, Ben, I mean, he, he's a third year varsity guy. Um, having those experiences at the quarterback level are, you know, they're very valuable to me, just being able to have, you know, him seeing the field at the, at this level, seeing the speed of defenses and stuff like that. And Tyler's, uh, you know, he's going into his junior year. He's always started on varsity, even as a freshman. Um, we have multiple other guys that got a ton of experience. So we're really building on those. And you can see it this spring and summer because guys are starting to recognize stuff. They're starting to see stuff. They're starting to really understand, you know, the bigger picture of the game um, instead of having that tunnel vision, only being able to see what their job is. Now, you've been at the helm a couple of years. Well, now feels like a little bit longer than a couple of years, but you've been there and you've established your name at the Galena program. When I say Galena football or Galena high school in general, what does it mean to you? What is the, what is the, what does Galena high school mean to me? I mean, every coach takes a lot of pride in their program, but what is, what is representing uh, a proud school like Galena mean to you? Oh, it means everything. I mean, the, the community and the fans, the parents, they're awesome out there. They're very, very helpful. And um, there's always people that are offering to volunteer to help us out. Um, students are very excited. It doesn't matter a record. Um, they're they're always at all our home games or away games. They're very, very proud to be Galena uh, Grizzlies. We take pride in that. Um, and I, I think that, you know, the whole mantra, you know, I've been up there for a couple of years. It's been a weird couple of years, you know, throwing the pandemic and all the quarantine stuff that we went through as a school. Um, even in my first year up there, we went through the whooping cough, you know, situation in Northern Nevada where we actually moved some games. So it's never been normal per se. This year we're, we're seeing some normalcy and it's, it's kind of a relief, you know, from our staff to our players. It's just, you know, let's, you know, let's practice and let's go play. Um, we're hoping the smoke holds off and we don't have to deal with that coming up here soon, but definitely more normalcy. Um, but to be a Galena Grizzly, it means everything to me. It's absolutely, you know, I want to bring pride and um, tradition back to this program. I want to bring back the win ways that, you know, that they saw under Coach Struzik years ago. Um, but there's steps to that. And, and you know, I'm, I'm I'm a realist with our players and our staff. You know, there's there's steps to it. And game one is, is step one for us. And so we just kind of take it step by step. You can't just go out and win a state championship. Tomorrow doesn't work like that. And so that's kind of how we approach things. You and your coaches, you said, have made some adjustments this offseason, doing a lot of self-reflection. But we talk about, you know, whooping cough, pandemic. Uh, even last year, you know, the, coming out of the pandemic with just uh, some of the testing differences. And you don't know if a guy is going to test on Monday or test on Friday and if the whole team will play or not. Or It was just a multitude of factors. So, you know, a lot of people look at records and go, hey, well, you know, it's been weird, but you talked about why that may be weird on those factors. Talk about some of those assistant coaches that you really praise and appreciate uh, because you said it. While it may not have been smooth sailing all the way through, there have been some factors that have kind of hindered you guys. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, absolutely. I can't I can't hit on it enough. There was a weird year last year, you know, no excuses. When we went in, you know, game one last year, we went to Lowry. We, we were quarantined all week. We had to walk through the morning of the game. I mean, so it was, it was crazy. But, you know, some of my assistants that I, I've been able to rely on, my core group of guys, you know, Jim Kite, he's my right-hand man. He's our offensive line coach. Uh, he's also our strength coach. He's somebody that's there every single day with me. 
um, grinds through all the, you know, we went through all different types of testing, the paperwork to keeping kids, you know, on pods and all sorts of stuff. Um, so he's somebody that's very uh, true and valuable to me. And then my defense coordinator, uh, Coach Amatia, who's been around, he's definitely somebody that I can lean on because he's been a head coach at multiple different spots, been coaching for over 30 years. So he's somebody that I can rely on to, you know, help me through, uh, guide me through that stuff. Um, and then a couple of other my assistants, my D-line coach, uh, Eric Perez, um, and then my running backs coach, uh, Zach Molina. Those are two guys that are, have been there and, you know, throughout everything since I've been up there and pushed through everything. And so I, I really respect and I appreciate everything that they go through. As you know, you know, coaches don't make very much money. That's not why we're in it. Um, it's definitely not about the dollar. It's all about the kids and, you know, helping a program and to kind of fight through the different stuff between the pandemic to all sorts of testing, all that stuff. Um they did, they've done it for the kids and, and that's ultimately our goal as a staff you know provide a successful program but honestly we want kids to be able to leave our program and be able to be successful in life if it's not on the football field it's just in life in general and those guys have been all committed to that same vision now we'll get into one of the more controversial topics that has been covered all over northern nevada the full 4a 5a topic uh every, i've asked every coach what their input is because i got to interview donnie nelson and it is a multifaceted issue. I mean, you look at you look at a school like your own. Uh, you've got a baseball program that's potentially competing for a state title uh, every single year. They're always in contention uh, because they're just that great of a program. They haven't won it, and neither has any team for ten years in the north. But then you've got programs like your own, where if you guys do make a state championship game, you kind of take it as if that's the win right there because you know what the competition is down south. So kind of a two-pronged question. Uh, do you think football should be a 4A, 5A deal? And then if it is, uh, do you think all divisions or all sports should align one way or another? Uh, I don't, that's a hard question. I mean, should all sports align? Absolutely not. I mean, there's, I mean, if you look at our soccer programs at Galena, they're absolutely amazing. We have one of the best swimming programs, you know, in, in Northern Nevada. Um, baseball, like you hit on, you know, our basketball programs, both girls and, and boys are coming back up to the top. So, I mean, I don't think that everything's going to be perfect. There's never going to be a perfect system. If we should be 4A, 5A, I think that the people that are making those decisions are above, you know, head football coaches. We can sit here and say, you know, we want this, we want that. Uh, but ultimately, at the end of the day, the people that are making these decisions, they're not listening too much to what we say, um, you know. So it, my opinion on that, it, it is what it is. We're going to line up, you know, on August 19th to play North Allies, and that's kind of how we go forward. You know, round one of the playoffs, whoever we're matched up with, that's who we go with. You know, if we lucky enough to make a state championship game, yeah, we know what Corman has to offer, but same mentality that we went down to Santa Barbara with last year. I mean, we played a team that has literally eight Division One athletes. We knew what we were getting into. We watched them in warm-ups. It was a different world. Um but I'm not going to shy away from that, you know, and that's kind of what we teach our players. You know, there's going to be toughness in life. I mean, you know, you're going to go to a job and there's going to be people that are better. You know, just kind of matter of fact, but if you work harder than them, it is what it is. But I, I get the question, but at the end of the day, these people making the rules that they're not listening to me. So we're going to go, we're going to transition this and end, but we'll take each position by position, kind of just what are your thoughts um, yeah. and ask you, you know, to highlight some players that, maybe not everybody knows about. So first of all, we know what's happening at quarterback, uh, barring any injury or anything. Uh, but Ben, how have you seen him progress this off season and what are you looking at coming into this year? Yeah. I mean, Ben actually, he actually has some competition. We have a sophomore 
Um, Colson Kermode, that's gotten – he actually played a little bit of quarterback for us last year against Reno. Um, he's a talented young man. He had some competition, and I had a conversation with Ben at the beginning of the spring that he's – it's not his job. It's, you know, his keys aren't to the you – know, I haven't given him any keys to the car yet. Um, he's got to win that. And he did a really good job of rising to the occasion. Um, typically, I like to challenge my quarterbacks, um, make sure that they're always competing, but also when there's competition that they don't lower their standards. They they rise above that. And Ben's done a great job. He went to a couple of camps this summer. He's looking, he's getting looked at by uh, Pacific and uh, School of Mines and, and Rose Holman. And he took visits to all those schools. And so I'm excited for that portion of it. But I also think that's made him a better football player. He's come back from those camps and he's like, holy cow, these guys are fast or slow or, you know, what, whatnot. Or coach, you know, these guys do this. I understand this now. So he's definitely learned a lot. Um, and he's invested himself. He, if I ask him to be there for film early, he's there early. He, he's 100% committed to the program. And I think that that commitment is kind of starting to show its true colors. Um, but he has competition. There's also a junior there that that was on varsity last year. So it's not like he isn't pushed every day. So we're excited. We move on to the running back position. Galena has always had a good tradition of always at least having one guy that can get the job done. Uh, what are you looking at from that position? Yeah, we have. So um, Jojo says is going to return. He's going to be our primary back. Um, we also have Colson Kermode, who's that sophomore. He's one of the best athletes probably in our program. Um, we're going to give him the ball. Um, and then we have some other guys that are, that are stepping in, filling in uh, pretty well. We're going to kind of have a running back by committee. Uh, but Jojo's our, our mainstay back, our first down back kind of thing. Uh, he's done a good job. He's now a junior. He started for us as a sophomore last year. Uh, he, on the defense side of the ball, he rocked and rolled. I think he had like 80 tackles last year. He's all over the place. And this year he's going to run the ball for us and play linebacker. When we look at the person catching the ball, whether we're talking about a receiver or tight end, is there anybody uh, we should really know about that you want to highlight? Yeah, we actually have two sophomores that are going to start for us, um, Ben Imsey and Dylan Sullivan. And they've, I wasn't sure coming into summer if they were going to be able to, um, what what they were going to bring to the summer. And they have both risen to the occasion. We've gone, we've gone to multiple seven on seven things and they, they both competed at a very high level. Um, that sophomore group that we have is full of, full of some talent um, and they're multi-sport athletes. And so they've been seen, you know, in baseball and in basketball succeeding um and now they're coming to their varsity year football and we're excited to see them but dylan and uh, ben they've done a great job at for us at receiver and i'm excited to see them this year now we talked to tyler a little bit earlier he's playing on the offensive as well as the defensive line but offensive line is a position uh that that you often see um there's always there's always one returner and he looks like he's going to be one of them uh maybe some other returners or newcomers that are going to be highlighted on that line yeah, Tyler. I mean, Tyler's been great. Uh, Tyler picked up two offers this summer, which has really kind of boosted the morale of our program. When other kids start to see somebody get, you know, legitimate D1 offers, it, it starts to just build everybody around them up. Um, I was lucky enough to be a part of the, the staff at Demonte Ranch when we had Cade there. And I remember going through a similar situation where Cade started getting some offers when he was younger and it started to boost the morale of the program. And we've kind of seen something similar happening. And, you know, going through spring ball, um, we had a college, a division one coach at every single practice. And that was huge for our program because all the kids were seeing these college coaches around and, you know, you know, it, it was no secret. They're there to see Tyler, um, but it also gives these other kids some exposure and it kind of boosted the energy and the morale of everybody. And so that, that was really impactful, I think, towards spring. And then going into summer, when he got those offers, it really, 
it started to motivate some guys because they're like, oh, shoot, I I want to be that guy. Or, you know, I want I want a college coach to come see me. What do I need to do to take those steps? And so instead of just us, you know, saying, oh, you got to do this, this and this, they're actually seeing it. So that's helped us. Um, to answer your question on the D-line, we have Heath Doring returning. He's going to be uh, a senior. He's somebody that's been a mainstay. He's, he's one of our toughest probably D-linemen that we have in our program. Um, he's an every down guy, kind of guy, never wants to come off the field. He primarily only plays defense, so we're excited to see him on defense. And then one of our ends, McLean McBride, he's also going to be a junior. He started for us as a sophomore last year. He's a guy that's really long, athletic, been to some camps this summer. We're excited to see what he can do. Now, Co- now knowing Coach Amantia as long as I have, I know he takes great pride in linebackers. Uh, maybe a couple of those that you want to talk about? Yeah, JoJo returns, and like I said, he had over 80 tackles last year. Um, he he's one of our mainstays in the middle. He understands the defense. He's one of you know one of the guys that Coach A relies on. Um, and then John Solaro is one of our other returning inside linebackers. Um, he's going to probably headline that linebacking group on the edges. He has Bo Winchester, um, who's also a guy that's returning. Um, that's like the mainstay of our defense. Those guys fly around, and they make tackles, and they lead Coach on to his defense. Now, one thing you know, not only currently, but even when you coached at Damani Ranch, uh, when it comes to Galena secondary, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just a thing with your guys' program, but you guys have always had corners and safeties that have some speed with it. Uh, that may not always be the tallest, may not always be the strongest, but they've always got some speed to stay up with those receivers. Uh, maybe some secondary players that either have that strength or speed. Yeah, I know. And- you know, I don't want to reiterate it, but we have some returning guys again. And that's the beauty of our program is, you know, we have so many multiple, we have multiple guys come back on both sides of the ball that have that experience. But Jamison Bogart is one of our safeties that's returning. We're excited about. And then Colson Kermode again, going to be a sophomore, one of the best athletes, on, you know, in our program. He's going to be a safety as well. Um, and then we have a corner, Eric Rodriguez, that's really done a great job this summer of learning our schemes, but also just showing us tremendous pride and hustle. And then last, but definitely not least, uh, I mean, we saw last year, we saw Carson win a kickoff again, or a, a go-ahead field goal against Douglas. Uh, we see that kicking, punting, and special teams overall is just a, a huge facet of the game. Um, any guys that you're like, we really are going to rely on them this year? Um. As far as punting, JoJo was our punter last year. Says um, he's going to return there. We also have a sophomore that's competing for our punting job. Kicking, we have Ben Imsey. He's going to be our kicker. Um, he made a couple long field goals last year. We had a lower level team last year. Um, he made a couple long field goals last year, so we're excited about that. And then last but not least, we'll sum up the interview. Um, but I've got one last thing that I want to ask you. If you could just send out a message to whether it be the Galena parents, the Galena sponsors, uh, play other players that you want to that you want to hear this. Anybody that you're like, hey, here's my message for the 2022 season. What would it be? Definitely that we're going to play hard. Um, we're going to finish all four quarters. Um, we're going to be very prideful in the Galena Grizzly um, namesake, um, but also the football program, um, and that we have a group of guys from our varsity down to our freshman level that are absolutely committed to wearing the Galena jersey, competing all three levels, um, and ultimately coming out with some victories. Well, thank you so much for the time, Coach. Thank you. We appreciate head coach Aaron Cook talking to us, giving us a little bit of 
what he does day in and day out, not only representing the current program that he's with. He was a former assistant coach at Damani Ranch, where he was actually coaching with Coach Kite, uh, a great assistant coach, many head coaches in this area would love to have. And then before that, he was actually a football player at Damani Ranch, whose head coach was his defensive coordinator, Tony Amantia. So to say that there is a staff out there, I would say all the coaches trust their assistants. But to say that there is maybe a bigger impact on your head coach, it's going to be tough with the guys out there competing against a former head coach of the head coach and a assistant head coach at the previous spot with coach cook so i think a lot of great things can happen for the grizzlies with just that continuity building on previous seasons getting not only uh a continuous growth from your players but some of those underclassmen that had player experience playing experience last year they're really really going to take a step up here Um, we talked to tyler miller ben primka two players that may be exceptional this year when you're talking about the potential of growth and he mentioned it and I wanted to ask him a few times in the interview I was trying to press a little but Galena is one of those schools that maybe the team doesn't get a lot of wins but the parents they come out every week and volunteer they expect excellence that student section they come out every week home or away and expect excellence so back to what we could see surprise being a key term i think for the grizzlies this year it could be a surprise maybe we see them knock off a team that on paper looks better and i just see the effort out of this team taking a step up and really excited to see not only what Coach Cook can do, what the assistants can do, but these players and seeing how much closer they can get to that excellent standard that is Galena Grizzly athletics, truly. Not just football, not just baseball, not just soccer, but athletics as a whole. The high expectations are there. And we're going to listen to two consecutive interviews with Ben and Tyler. Take it away. I'm here with Ben Primka, quarterback of the Galena Grizzlies. Ben, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Now, Ben, last year didn't quite turn out the way the Grizzlies wanted to. Uh, it was one of those seasons that you guys were trying to generate more offense uh, than you actually had on the field. Uh, how do you how do you put last season aside and kind of just say, "Hey, we're turning the page." It's a new chapter in Galena football, and we're going to take it to the next step this season. Yeah, it's definitely hard to put it aside because it just didn't go our way. But um, I think we sort of used it as like fuel and practice to become better players and a better team overall. And yeah, we don't want that to happen again. And yeah, we just use it as fuel. Now you talked about fuel. Uh, what did you do this last offseason to kind of turn that uh, motivation into this year? Um, as a team this offseason, we've gotten together multiple times. We've worked together. With me, I invite wide receivers out. We go throw the ball around. And um, on a personal level, I train as much as I can, uh, honing my skills personally. 
And yeah, so we can have the best season possible. Now you discussed last season. We'll put that in the rearview mirror. This year, you guys obviously have changed a little bit as far as you know what you want to change from last year. Uh, talk about some of your teammates and some of the guys that you may be excited to play with this season. Well, I'm excited to play with uh, all my teammates. Um, Tyler Miller, first of all, great for protecting me. I'm super excited to have him online. We have a lot of young kids. We have um, Ben Emsey. He's been looking really good in practice. I love throwing the ball to him. Uh, JoJo Sizz. Great running back, great linebacker. I'm excited to see how all these guys turn out. Now, our last question, kind of reflecting on this year, uh, you guys, you guys obviously don't want to repeat on last year, but you have made some changes. You have some new teammates. How do you guys take it to the next step and truly change the outcome? Because I believe that you guys are getting better, and with Coach Cook, obviously, you guys are seeing more continuity with him coming back for another year. Yeah, so for us, I really think it just begins with all 11 players in the field executing. I think we have everything we need to succeed. I think it just comes down to executing and everybody just doing their jobs. I think that's the number one thing we need to focus on. Now, I've got a couple of self-reflective questions, just kind of some fun stuff that uh, that I think makes you think a little bit more about yourself and reflect <laughs> on yourself as an athlete. Uh, so in a perfect world, Ben, where do you see yourself in five years? In a perfect world in five years, I'd love to be playing um, uh, quarterback in college. That's what I'd love to be doing, maybe like my last year of college. But other than that, I'd love to have like a degree in engineering and have maybe a nice job in engineering. Now, a lot of people see you on Friday nights and they see what you do on the football field and what you have to offer in that capacity, but for the people that don't know a ton about Ben, what is maybe an interest or hobby that you think maybe people would love to find out about yourself? Um, I love to play guitar personally. I, I started learning not too long ago, and um, just something that like I really love to do. And um, yeah, I just love playing guitar. Now, obviously, you have a lot of great qualities as an athlete. Uh, coaches believing you. There's a lot there. What do you believe? makes you the best guy to start at your position? I just think I'm a, I'm a really level-headed person. I don't ever get too high, too low. And uh, I just think, you know, when things are going wrong, I can be the guy that's uh, ready to go no matter what. I'm never going to be freaking out or anything like that. We've got a couple more here. Uh, when you're talking about coaches you could talk about parents or you could even talk about role models and the factor of hey i love watching this guy on saturdays or sundays in the professional or collegiate level but who's a role model that you really like to craft yourself after and that could be just from the human element of just hey i love my parents or it could also be from the football element of hey i love this quarterback i want to be like him yeah i'd say the quarterback in the nfl especially that i like the that I'd like to be like is Joe Burrow. I mean, I wear number nine because of him. Um, I just love his leadership style and the way he just plays. He's just so electric on the field. And then our last question here, I'm going to ask you, um, I've been asking every student athlete, what do you feel is the greatest challenge to high school football athletes today? Greatest challenge to high school football athletes today. I'd say, honestly, 
I, I, I don't feel like it's changed too much. I feel like it's just the mixture between school, football, social life, all that. It's just hard to have. It's just for everyone. It's just hard to fit all those things into one day. But I mean, it's why we play football. We love football. So we do anything to play. Well, thank you so much for the time, Ben. Yeah, thank you. I'm here with Tyler Miller. He's going to play offensive line. He's going to play defensive line. He's just going to be at the heart of that Grizzly line both ways. Tyler, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Now, this last season, I, I just talked to Ben, and he obviously discussed what we all know. Last season was not what you wanted to see as far as uh, what you guys had on the field. How do you change that? And how do you guys reflect on last season and whether it be turning the page and just forgetting about it completely, or do you guys take bits and pieces of last year and just want to grow and motivate yourself off of it? Um, I think we definitely had a young team last year. We had a lot of sophomores starting on our offense and our defense. And I think we took the good parts of our season and build off that. And then we take the bad parts and use it as fuel and, I'd say we definitely are going to grow as a team. And this summer, we had a lot of guys training. We had a full spring ball, a full summer. And we had guys going to camps, guys working all summer. So I think we're definitely in a better position this year. Now, we talked about last year and those sophomores and the growth and development. But what's something you personally did this offseason to help yourself take that next step to grow this year? Um, personally, I went to a lot of summer camps, a lot of college hosted camps. I went up to Oregon. We went through, uh, Sacramento for the Sac State camp. I went to San Diego and then I ended up going to Texas too in Austin. So we were all working over the summer and then we had spring bowl workouts. Even I was in lacrosse. The rest of us, all the whole team was going to spring workouts, spring training, and we were all just getting better. Now, we're going to do a couple of questions that are self-reflective, but before we go into that, I've got one last question. This upcoming season, obviously, we talked about all the changes that you want to make and the things that are going to grow. Uh, talk about some of your teammates you're really excited about uh, not only playing with but just growing with in this program. Um, definitely on the offensive line, we have uh, Colby Angela, Jaden, Nanaga. Then we have um, – on D-line, we have McLean McBride. We have some good backers and skilled players like Bo Winchester, JoJo Sizz, and then obviously at quarterback, we have Ben Primka. Now we'll go into some of those self-reflective questions. The first one I have for you, in a perfect world, where is Tyler Miller in five years? Um, NFL is the goal, but um, 100% trying to play some college ball, get some more offers, and We'll see where that takes me, but definitely playing football at the next level. Now, obviously, you have a ton of role models in your life, and this could be an NFL player. It could be your parents. It could even be a coach on staff. But who's a role model you either, A, craft yourself after, or B, just uh, not just on the football field, but want to craft yourself after as a human being? Um, We definitely have a lot of coaches surrounding us at Galena. They have a good mentality. They're good mentors. And then I train with uh, Coach House and Mike Edwards. They're good role models. And then the coaches I've been talking to from co from colleges, like San Diego State and UNR, and those guys, they're all pretty good role models and teach me how to be a good man. 
Now, a lot of people know what you do on Fridays and they know what you're all about on the football field, but people don't know sometimes personal sides of people. So what's an interest or hobby that you do that may, maybe people may think is interesting. Um, I fish a lot. I love fishing. Uh, I go hunting, duck hunting. And then I mostly spend time with like family and friends. Now the coaches have a lot of belief in you. I mean, you're going two ways. You're going offensive and defensive on the line. Why do you feel that they feel you're the right guy to start at those positions? Um, I think that I've always been a hard worker. I'm a good role model for the guys around me. So if I can lead the line or be a role model, I can show other guys how it's done. And I believe that I won't take any plays off and I'm there to work. And then two last questions for you. The second to last will be, which strengths do you believe make you a great athlete? I would definitely say mentality is the first thing. Uh, mentality is everything. If you're not thinking of everything you're doing, then you're not doing it right. And then second is just working, going 100% every play. And then our last question I'm asking every athlete, what do you feel is the greatest challenge facing high school football athletes today? I would definitely say one of the biggest challenges we face is stress, having everything on our plate with going to practice, getting homework done, getting to class every day, every day, spending time. You still want a social life, so it's hard to balance time with everything you're doing. Well, thank you so much for the time. Thank you. We appreciate Ben and Tyler giving us that insight into what it takes, uh, Tyler, offensively and defensively, and Ben, you know, trying to do everything he can to certify that starting position and have that starting role again this year. We appreciate Ben, Tyler, and, of course, Coach Cook. We hope you can head out to Galena this year and see lots of games. Uh, they're playing a lot of great talent out there, and we're really excited to have brought you this Countdown to Kickoff episode. We have one more. It is going to be the Reno Huskies. They're coming up next. And our last edition for our Countdown to Kickoff series in 2022. Thank you all for joining us. And until next time, I'm Michael Reeves. You've been listening to the Battleborn Preps Podcast. <laughs> If you're a parent, student, or staff of Northern Nevada High School Sports, you can always trust us with news and info. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us on Twitter at Battleborn Preps. And for schedules, news, and more info, hit the website at bbpreps.com. See you next time on the Battleborn Preps Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>